I don't know what it is exactly. Aldebaran whiskey. Don't get between me and the blood wine! This is the good stuff. No, you two could drive a man to drink. Welcome to Drunk Trek, your weekly drunken Star Trek podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Chris. I'm Matthew. And once again, not with us, unfortunately, is Amanda. She couldn't make it this month. Uh, in her lieu, we've uh, we've placed a bottle of Moscato wine next to us on the couch that will be offering its own insights into the episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, what were your thoughts on the last episode, Moscato wine? Fantastic. All right. So our theme this month is I get to pick the episodes because it's my birth month. Yay. Happy yeah. birthday, Chris. Uh, now, I'm not picking necessarily my favorite episodes, but just interesting interesting episodes, ones yeah, I just had to pick four. Um, and so this week's episode is actually uh, one of my favorite Deep Space Nine episodes. Oh. Um, it's called The Wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes into a bit of the backstory of everyone's favorite uh, Taylor spy, Garrick. Ah. I understand entirely why you picked this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, he's half of a Tinker Taylor soldier spy. Yes. Would O'Brien be the other half as a Tinker soldier? He is kind of a Tinker soldier, yeah. So with O'Brien and Garrick, you have a Tinker Taylor soldier spy. Fantastic. I'm glad we went there. All right, moving along. Uh, uh, Matt, what are you drinking this week? I've got Diet 7-Up and Burnett's Blue Raspberry Vodka. What are you drinking, Chris? Uh, I am drinking a lying beer, a lying brand of beer called Best Damn Root Beer, which is not the best damn root beer I've had. But to make it better, I have dumped a bunch of whipped cream vodka into it. Great plan. How's uh, that treating you over there? You know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm at like a drunk factor. I, you know, I'm only at like a drunk factor three, maybe two or three. I'd say I'm about the same place. Uh, so to facilitate our drunken shenanigans, Matt and I both took a shot of 151 proof whiskey in the break between the episodes because <laughs> uh, we are smart, wise choices. Well, um, anyway, uh, yeah, and our drink this month is a really shitty shot of uh, what I thought would be kind of like hurricane, uh, but ends up just tasting like rubbing alcohol. It's it is. Um, it is uh, coconut, uh, coconut rum, 151-proof spiced rum, uh, and then uh, fruit punch. I think I think the 151-proof rum is where you went wrong in that, it was in that the, calculation. It was the only spiced rum I had. Oh, Chris. Hindsight, hindsight. Uh, Anywho. <laughs> um, uh, so what we're going to do here in a minute, we are going to start the episode. We'll say three, two, one, engage. When we say engage, hit play on your Netflix or DVD device, because I don't think they've released Deep Space Nine on Blu-ray yet, have they? I don't know. They haven't. Uh, and then once we hit, say engage, hit play, and you'll be pretty much be in sync with us. So go ahead and get that synced up. Uh, Matt, should we get started? Let's. All right. So without further ado, three, two, one, Engage. engage. Oh, by the way, you mentioned uh, our Twitter account, Chris. Yeah, Drunk Trek Cast. Drunk at Drunk Trek Cast. Yeah. And I think to promote it, we need to come up with some interesting new hashtags. Oh. So I think we should we should be working on that throughout this episode. And every time we come up with a new and interesting hashtag, we should drink. Uh, yeah. 
So, for example, like uh, Garrick Bashir OTP hashtag. Or hashtag yeah. Garrick Bashir OTP. Hashtag Garrick Bashir OTP. <sighs> and I think I mentioned, um, uh, you know, the, the actors, they were explicitly told not to, but they definitely, from interviews they gave later, they actually intentionally tried to increase the sexual chemistry between Bashir and Garrick. Mm, it's an interesting chemistry. Yeah. I don't mm. know that I ever read it as sexual. Yeah. Well, and, and, but, and that's because they were told they couldn't. But they tried. They tried within those guidelines. Because um, originally, I believe Garrick was supposed to be canonically bisexual. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, it suits his character. Mm-hmm. But it is, you know, actually, I've always, I've always liked Bashir Garrick better than Bashir O'Brien. Bashir O'Brien, like, they hang out, they did bro things. Yeah. Bashir Garrick, they hang out, they, like, like, talk about literature, they, like, like share, share holodeck fantasies. Share holodeck fantasies, they share pain with each other, you know, like, I feel like their friendship is way more solid than, than, they challenge each other, they... Argue and challenge with each other. Also, that fantastic outfit Garrick is wearing. Oh, God. The Deep Space Nine, as we've covered in the episode <laughs> of The Visitor, the Deep Space Nine fashions are just awful. Just got awful. Oh. And then Garrick stabs Bashir and claims Dorn for himself. <laughs> For those of you who don't watch Game of Thrones, that makes no sense whatsoever. Who doesn't watch Game of Thrones, Matt? Some of the people we know who listen to the show. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at this. Like, just the concern for each other. and uh. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Garrick, Garrick, and he turns around and falls over. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Like Garrick, Garrick is probably maybe my favorite character on Deep Space Nine. He's certainly the most interesting character on Deep yeah, Space Nine. Yeah, definitely. All right, he's and, the only character who doesn't wear his character on his sleeve. Yeah, and as this comet flies through space, as the regal theme of Deep Space Nine. Slowly comes into view. Matt prepares himself, girds himself to take this shot. Fucking girded. <laughs> Let's do it. That was mostly fruit punch, and that made it tolerable. <laughs> you know, we're going to have a lot of it left at the end of the night. I'm just going to have to chug it later. Oh, I feel bad for you, sir. <laughs> I don't, I, it doesn't actually bother me that bad. Star Trek Deep Space Nine in glorious 480p. <laughs> Yeah, um, so they're sort of a sister podcast to us that we're not in any way affiliated with. I don't think we should give them free advertising, Chris. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Our three listeners will go join their 400 listeners and it'll be okay. Um, uh, Drunk Space Nine, and I, I, I listened to a couple of their episodes because, you know, hey, you know, how many drunk Star Trek podcasts are there? There's us and them, right? Mm-hmm. And... One of their goals is they actually want to raise awareness for Deep Space Nine in order to get it digitally remastered like Next Generation did. Oh, well, that's noble. Yeah. I mean, 
unlikely, but noble. Because I don't know how well those Star Trek Blu-rays sold. And I think part of the problem is it's because Star Trek is readily available on Netflix. Netflix. I mean, who buys... Yeah. Physical media anymore. I mean, I was actually looking... Uh, I was at Best Buy the other day, and they had the entire Next Generation series on Blu-ray. And I considered it for a moment, and then I thought, why am I going to pay $100 for something I can just watch whenever I want on Netflix? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I totally see your point. Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, optical media is on its way out. What? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Is it? Is it a cactus? Is it an animal? Oh my god! This is like twenty questions. Is it a plant, a mineral, or an animal? I don't know. You're the model of a modern major general, Chris. You should know all things animal, vegetable, and mineral. It's a plant. They call it. It's a plant. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe Tobin should have been with men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like we all know, Curzon wanted that sweet Benjamin Sisko butt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like, once again, not to harp on it, but I'm so excited for Brian Fuller's Star Trek, just if for nothing else, and for some increased LGBT, LGBTQ representation on the show. Or as, as my favorite way, my favorite new way of saying that acronym, quilt bag. No, my other boyfriend is having problems, <laughs> Dax. Oh, well, it, it does kind of, it's kind of funny that Dax immediately assumes. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Brian. You know, and seeing Dax and Bashir together just reminds me how much... How much I hated it. Not Ezri Dax, the character, but the fact that they put, hooked Ezri Dax up with Bashir. Mm. It just seemed like a nerd consolation prize. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we built it up for two seasons, and then Worf came in. Yeah. And we didn't want you fanboys to go without getting your thing. Getting your thing. Getting your thing. Also, I mean, also, Jadzia's death was. The dumbest fucking death. It was ever. so bad. You know, I, I was. Ah. What the hell just stabbed that plant? I I feel like the writers were like, how could we make a dumber, less glorious death than than Tasha Yar? <laughs> like, oh, Garrick will shoot some magical force. Not like, Garrick. Or not Garrick. Uh, uh, Dukat. Dukat. Yeah. Gold Dukat. Dukat. Yeah. Will so, absorb a demon and then shoot magical energy into Dax and kill her in a sci-fi show. That ends with, oh, fucking God, the end of this show. Yeah. No, we're not talking about it. We're not talking about that. We're talking about this episode. Yeah. I mean, and let's be honest, that last season of uh, Deep Space Nine, way better than Star Trek Into Darkness. (laughs) For those of you who didn't listen to last week's episode, I discovered the only way to, not the only way, but one of the ways to get Matt to drink is to bring up Star Trek Into Darkness. It's his Achilles heel, and I've been poking at it all month. Uh, but I mean, but that's the thing, though. That's like a Star Trek tradition established with Next Generation that cast members that went out of the show, they get the dumbest fucking deaths. Let's, let's look at it. We have we have Tasha Yar, stupid fucking death. Jadzia, Though Beverly somehow avoided it. That's true. Um, For whatever reason, I guess they they thought she might come back. 
Yeah, and then she did. Um, uh, and then, of course, uh, Jadzia Dax. And then Kess. Kess's death was so fucking dumb. Death, guess, then undeath. Well, then yeah, death I, guess, again. I guess technically not a death because she just turned to energy. Uh, <laughs> Quark is going to kiss Bashir. It's going to be great. No, he, well, I mean, he did, did just offer him, like, holographic prostitutes. Yes. So. <laughs> D Space Nine rotating in space. We've got to include all the cast members. So they're all sick. <laughs> they're all sick. Here comes O'Brien. <laughs> He's also sick. <laughs> like Odo's gonna come in and be like, I have the sniffles, Chief. Why do you have this what do you have to say about that? You know, I'm pretty sure that those two screens behind Bashir show the exact same images in every single episode. <laughs> it's like particles zooming in and out and a molecule rotating. And that's yeah. the only things they ever show. Mm-hmm. Well, you mean, because I'm sure those are just TV screens that have been... Well, yes, of course they are. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't... <laughs> and the keyboards are all just plastic layouts with LEDs under them. I'm aware, Chris. <laughs> <sighs> also, like, communicators seem like the worst. Imagine if you had a cell phone that you kept on you at all times. Huh, they're but... using... Okay, hmm? They're, they're still using the next generation communicators. I thought... They don't upgrade to the next ones until Voyager. Oh, okay. For yeah. some reason, I thought that they always had the the new ones in this show, but I guess not. For the first two seasons, it's the next generation one, then they switch it, they switch the it in, the thir- in the third season. They also change the uniforms up slightly, if I remember correctly. Um, I forget how they do it, though. But yeah, yeah, they switched to the Voyager after Voyager airs. Yeah, it like, because this show and Next Generation overlapped. Yeah, which it, which does for, for like two seasons, mm-hmm, which didn't make sense to me in that the Starfleet uniforms are completely different for those two seasons. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, if you go to like Memory Alpha, they they have like you know explanations for why that is. Sure, I mean it's the same reason why Picard sometimes wears a regular uniform and sometimes wears his. Super awesome velour, velour jacket, jacket, jacket with the gray turtleneck, which I'm so jealous of. Because um, uh, yeah, apparently different parts of Starfleet have different uniforms. Yeah, mm-hmm. the... or you know, you know, basically different productions of Star Trek have different uniforms. Quirk. <laughs> 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 what was in that bottle? Because it looks like what I'm drinking. <laughs> uh, it's, it's I don't know, but we should, we have to find out so we can name your drink that. Now give me. Give give it to me, Bashir. Give it to me. Uh, uh. No, no, he's going into the DTs. Oh. Oh, no. This this scene, by the way, launched... This episode launched a thousand, a thousand keyboards. Did it... Wait! <laughs> Is that something they do in Next Generation where they just beam people straight to sickbay? Because if not, why not? I think it's happened a couple times in, in, in situations of emergencies. Yeah. It makes so much sense. <laughs> and hey, here's Odo in Sick Bay, like I like I said he would be. Everyone's in Sick Bay this episode. I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just say, Bashir? 
Hmm. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Fairly Ayamoto. So, who was your favorite Deep Space Nine character as a kid, Matt? Odo. Odo? Yeah. Mine, too. I wonder why that is. As an adult, it's definitely Garrick, but as a kid, it was Odo. Odo was well, just... He could, shape, he could change shape. He was just cool. He was cool. He seemed like he had more going on than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Quark, that prick. That little Ferengi bastard. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of this thing we have in the Federation. It's called the Patriot Act. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> We're wiretapping all your signals. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the National Starfleet A. NSA. <laughs> National Starfleet assholes. National Starfleet Hashtag a- National Starfleet assholes. Hashtag National Starfleet assholes. Oh wait, should I be getting the uh the drunk twick Twitter account and <laughs> Yes, the drunk twick Twitter account. At drunk chat cast at Twitter. <laughs> I was told that I need to mention the Twitter more. Yes. By, by my social media manager. Matt, <laughs> uh, yes. you can't leave. It's just me by myself. It's so awesome. It's so awkward. Nope, it's not getting paused. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just me. It's just me now. Quark uh, talking to Goldcott, I think. <laughs> uh, what's Quark doing here? He's he's uh he's definitely up to some shady stuff, doing some Quark things, things that would generate profit. It is super awkward when I'm here by myself. Alright, hashtag drunk trek confessions because let's face it, you know, both of you out there to listen probably won't make it this far and Matt's not here and Amanda's not here. I feel like I should be able to like divulge a secret. Star Trek secret. Gosh, Matt's coming back. I need to come up with a secret quickly. Um Well, I'll come up with something next time he's gone. Hey, welcome back, Matt. Nothing happened while you were gone. Classified biotechnology? <laughs> no, I don't want to know. I'm a, I'm a Cardassian. So everything was normal while you were gone? Yeah, I'm sure Quark is making a deal with a guy... With stuff that neither of them knows what it is, and it turns out to be classified, and... What was our hashtag? Hashtag National Starfleet Assholes? Yes, National Starfleet Assholes. (laughs) And then also... (laughs) Hashtag... Bashir... Garrick <laughs> OTP <laughs> This is I sometimes forget how grim dark Deep Space Nine, Deep Space Nine does get Kind yeah. of grim dark at times It's very Very Ronald Very Ronald D. Moore 
also, man, the Tal Shiar, that was... I really enjoyed the Tal Shiar episodes, Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Like... Because, like, don't be wrong. I love Gene Roddenberry's idea of this sort of, um, you know, utopian future, at least in Starfleet. But I really kind of... I do definitely enjoy stories kind of about real-world problems that are take place in the future. Like the, sure. Yeah, like the Tal Shiar and sure. the Cardassians and all that stuff. So... Wop 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 wop. Wait, is he in the morgue? Well, I think the morgue is attached to the infirmary. <laughs> so those are just a bunch of like cold yep. storage units in the back. Who who else is in there? Other dead people in the crew, Chris. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> I, I kind of want to see like an iZombie spinoff in space. Mm. You probably don't watch iZombie, do you? No. Oh. Uh, Derek, are you shooting up again? Uh, is it, I thought he was, I, you know, he's shooting up or killing himself. Or both. <laughs> An Algorian mammoth. <laughs> See, Bashir cares. Bashir cares so much about Garrick. And he's jealous of Quark. He's jealous of Quark. Mm. Also, Garrick's like, oh shit, you're tapping everything. Not surprising, but I have to be more careful. <laughs> also, this outfit is better than his last outfit, but barely. <laughs> good, good. Uh. Oh, poor Gary. So how's Bashir going to save the day? Through a little bit of plum luck? I think what he's going to do is he's going to extract some of Garrick's DNA and make, make a, a clone, clone of him. And then over the course of like a week, grow really closely emotionally attached mm-hmm. to the clone but still kill him and save Garrick. Yeah. Also, I'm noticing a theme in your episodes so far, Chris. <laughs> like medical moral quandaries. Oh, it doesn't get better. <laughs> oh, maybe like our, our fourth episode is comparatively light, but not by much. God but, damn you, Chris. Uh, but, no, I love, that's what I love. Uh, like... They really kind of delve into the darkness of Garrick and his past, but not explicitly. <laughs> like, there's... I'm a bad man who's done bad things, but I'm not going to tell you what exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, like... In another life, I was known as Jason Bourne. <laughs> <sighs> like, shit like this, like... 
like, yeah, he can't be tortured because this device counteracts it with, like, pleasure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, and then this part where it's, he's outlived, like, his lifespan, you know? Oh, yeah. See, this, this is, this is one of the reasons why this is one of my favorite episodes. Just this pain that Garrick, Garrick exhibits, like, his, Mm. his not feeling like he belongs here and really hitting it here, but being here anyway. So really, this is just a metaphor for drug use. Well, it's meta- yeah. I mean, the, the, the implant, yes, for for sure. Uh. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, he is, he is a drug addict, but I mean, the, the the reasons why he does it, though, that's what's interesting to me, the, you know, just, just the pain of being here is so much that he has to turn to this. Like. <laughs> Don't talk about your other boyfriend to me, Julian. That's right. And then, yeah, and then. And it seems these are the things that stuck out to me as a kid. Like, Garrick, like, not wanting to be here. Him feeling like he deserves whatever this punishment he's getting. Like, I mean, it all paints this picture of this character that... And I really feel like this is... this is Garrick is so three-dimensional compared to the other characters in Peace yes. Space Nine. Yes. That he makes them all look like, you know, two-dimensional flat cutouts. Like, yes. Like, I don't know. Yes. I mean, whatever whatever it was about Garrick, the writers just got him, and mm-hmm. they and they knew how to make him multifaceted and interesting, and just yeah, like. And the crazy thing is, he's not even a member of the main cast technically. He's a recurring, extra, you know, he's a recurring guest character. Like, uh, yeah, no, like I would, you know, like if they ever made like a a, a Garrick spinoff, I'd watch the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like, like, I mean, shit, like, I mean, this is just such a heavy, just such a heavy yeah. reveal for him, like. Mm-hmm. Or do you? Do you know how I got these scars? <laughs> and really, in many, many ways, yeah. How do we know this is the truth? I'd, I'd love it if, mm-hmm. like, at some point later they'd given an alternate explanation as to why he was exiled. And just, mm-hmm. who knows what the truth well, and is. Well, I, and I think, yeah, I, I honestly do, if I remember correctly, because it's, it's been a long time since I've seen this episode, it, it is left very ambiguous at the end of it. Mm-hmm. 
it's in my ass. <laughs> you need some sort of long, hard objects to get in there and activate it. Something about, on average, five to six, six inches. inches. <laughs> but it can't be made of, it has to be flesh. It can't be made of metal. I'm very sensitive. Uh, Even stainless steel, I'm allergic. Oh. <laughs> that shit doesn't mean anything. These nope. infographics. But there's moving pieces. That means it's doing something. Mm-hmm. Don't you know how... That's how computers work, right, Chris? Mm-hmm. They have... They have useless graphics, like, off to the side, mm-hmm. just moving back and forth. Yeah. So um, you know that they're working. Also, can I just say, like, young Alexander Siddig, quite the fox. Yeah. He's an attractive young man. Hmm. And see, yeah, like Bashir kind of sticking up for sticking up for Garrick, protecting him from Odo. Like, I mean, the fan fiction writes itself, doesn't it, Chris? The fan fiction does write itself, but like, I mean, it was even even as like a twelve, thirteen year old kid watching this, I, I mean, I picked up on this stuff right away. Like this, this is why I chose this episode because I I remember so vividly, like, mm-hmm. you know, the heartbreak I felt for Garrick and like just. The friendship that Garrick and Garrick and Bashir had, like, just was so strong. Like, it it, it was very, it was very moving to me, even as a kid. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Or should I say, even as a tween, mm-hmm. a pre-internet tween. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mean, their relationship is so fleshed out, unlike the relationship between Kirk and Spock and Into Darkness. They just really forced that in. <laughs> like, why would Spock go crazy when Kirk died? He barely knew him. I mean, that's not true. It was so out of character for Spock to go, go like, punch Benedict Cumberbatch in the face a whole bunch, right, Matt? <laughs> he will drink. There will be booze. <laughs> but yeah, look. I mean, look at like Bashir. How how tenderly he's helping him. Like how concerned he is, just pacing around his bed. Like he's not like he's sleeping. He's not even leaving. He's staying by his side the entire time. Like like way more than Bashir and Jedzia. Bashir and Garrick. If this show had been made 20 years later, Bashir and Garrick would have happened. I'm 100% sure of that. Do you agree or disagree, Matt? I'm sorry, what? What are you... (laughs) I was talking about Bashir and Garrick. Oh, were you? I thought you were talking about Star Trek Into Darkness, and I, uh... (laughs) I had to tune you out for a bit. Is that my punishment for bringing up in the darkness? You just ignore me for the next five minutes? Kinda. Kinda, yeah. Ah. Uh, Garrick's going through space with Roll. 
The silent... We only have... It's just you and me tonight, Matt. You can't give me the silent treatment. <laughs> Amanda's not here. It makes a very boring podcast. It was just I'm me talking to myself. You know, don't apologize for things you're not sorry for. I am sorry, though. <laughs> uh. Also, apparently, the guy who plays Garrick, uh, one Mr. Andrew Robinson, played Larry in Hellraiser. Yeah. I don't know who Larry is. He's the uncle, if I remember correctly. Uh, see, this, and this is where it comes in. Like, he talks about his different... Talks about his, like, you don't know what's true. Now he's saying you let them go. <sighs> what's true? What's fiction? Which one's the real Garrick? <sighs> like, yeah, this is why... I mean, th- yeah, like, this episode cemented Garrick in my mind as, like, the best part of this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this is, like... To me, like... This is like an Emmy-worthy performance. So did he blow up a, a shuttlecraft full of children, or did he let them go? We don't know. Read the between the lines, though. That's what the show encourages. So Matt, what do you think? Which which one's the truth? Neither. Neither. Well, I mean, did he, so he wasn't even at the mission at all, or you know, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, Garrick, see it. <laughs> Like, this is the part in the romantic comedy where they would kiss. No, this is the part where they break up and then they get back to li- together later and kiss. Mm. Oh. Oh, now they're going to wrestle some? Mm. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, no, 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 no. So, Matt, do you think Garrick's going to die in this episode? No. <laughs> Since we watched an episode from later seasons where he's in a deck with Bashir. I mean, we're assuming that's not the clone of him. <laughs> that's fair. You're really not going to let the Enterprise clone thing go. <laughs> You're the one who chose to start this episode block with that. So, no, I'm not letting it go for the next three episodes, Chris. I just thought we should give Enterprise a chance when we were sober for once. Well, how did that work out for you? Not well, Matthew. It did not work out well at all. (laughs) These diagnostics mean nothing. Though, you know what's interesting is somebody's, like, job was to come up with all these displays. Mike Akuda, actually, wasn't he the one who... Uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> that face. Stop. Every time. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Do you remember later in the Deep Space Nine season it was revealed that Bashir was actually illegally genetically modified? Yes, I remember that episode vividly. Yeah. Because I think it, it, uh, Robert Ricardo, he does, he, yes, Robert Ricardo guests in that he episode. He does, yeah. Because they're going to make a new EMH based on, or not an EMH, an LMH, long-term medical hologram mm-hmm. based on Bashir. Yeah. And and him and O'Brien are playing darts. And he, O'Brien finds out that Bashir has basically been cheating at darts forever. Well, he's been throwing the game. throwing the game so that he didn't catch on. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, like, it's such a touching episode between the two of them. Oh, the truth. Are we going to get the truth now? No. They have such a playful repartee. A very playful repartee. Okay, we get to listen to this. Oh, hello. Subtext, Matt. Subtext. Elam wasn't Elam wasn't his um wasn't his aide. He was his dot 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 mm-hmm. friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so this the Cardassians are I mean this is sort of based on the American perception of Soviet Russia, yeah. Kind of their their structure, their the sort of politics of Cardassia. Because I mean, I know in the original series, Klingons were supposed to be the Russians, and then in the Next Generation, the Romulans were supposed to be kind of like the Chinese. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Probably nowhere good. I should just shut off. Oh, it's, it's such a heartbreaking, heartbreaking scene. Mm-hmm. He needs his forgiveness. <sighs> oh, yeah, I love this episode so much. This is, yeah, this is probably my favorite episode of Deep Space Nine. It's a good one. It's the one that stuck. It's the one that stuck out to me the most when I was compiling my list. Mm-hmm. I like this Garrick death fake out that we think that he might be dying. He's not gonna. He's not gonna die. They even have like the fucking morgue things in the background just to remind us that he could die. But no, he's not gonna die. <sighs> I always wondered though, why did they like what? Re- like they switched the runabouts. In Deep Space Nine, why why runabouts? Why not space shuttle? Like why not shuttles? I guess it's the difference between 
something that's on a space station versus something that's on a ship. Mm. Also, I think we mentioned this in the previous episode, but all the runabouts are named after Chinese rivers. Not Chinese rivers, just rivers. Just rivers. Oh, right. Just, there's a Rio Grande. Oh, right, right. It's Yangtze, the Rio Grande. Some others. Some other other rivers. Yeah, but they are all named after Earth rivers. <laughs> oh, is this Elam? Must be. I mean, who else could it be? Oh, yeah, so. Oh, no, this is Enebrantain, not Elam. Okay, that makes makes more sense. Because I guess Elam was killed, right? Or imprisoned? No. Elam framed Garrick for doing the stuff yeah. that didn't. And he... Who the fuck knows, Chris? We're too drunk to follow this complicated plot thread. It's truth within truth within shadows within... <sighs> well, man, you know, we have, I have a rule. They drink, we drink. So get your shot ready. I think that usually applies to alcohol, but what the fuck ever. Well, I'm guessing that's what the Kalarin or whatever it is that he's drinking is. Maybe so. We'll wait for it. If they actually... I like that the, his drink is the same color as your drink. Now we drink. Cheers. <sighs> that is not a good drink. <laughs> tennis. Of course you'd be in the tennis position. <laughs> is he he's not even is he a lieutenant yeah I thought judging by his pips he's a lieutenant or he's a junior lieutenant right yeah yeah not, not even a full lieutenant wait he's the chief medical officer of the space station he's not even a full lieutenant nope the rank sometimes I think they assign these ranks at random I think they assign it by pay grade to be honest but for the actors or for yeah the- <laughs> Alexander Siddig, you're getting paid less than everyone, than most of the other people, so you're a lieutenant junior grade. Mm-hmm. Though, from stories like Will Wheaton tells of those days, is like the producers offered the like would offer them promotions for their characters in lieu of pay increases. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> You'd be like, oh, your character's a lieutenant commander now, so you don't need to be making more money because you know, it's more prestigious. I would rather my fictional character never get promoted and me get raises every year. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm not a professional actor. Nope. Not even a professional podcaster. Oh. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> I like this guy. I like, I like, I like, I like the cut of this guy's jib. 
<laughs> oh, Bashir. Yeah. Oh, a limb. So, uh, I'm a, I, I can actually forget what happened to a limb. I don't remember at all. Mm. So, we'll, we'll find out. Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. Lies within lies within lies. Mm-hmm. Oh, Garrick's the best. A limb Garrick. I like that, yeah. Also, where does this take place? He went to Bajor, I thought, or something. So this guy lives on Bajor? Or, or I'm guessing, he couldn't have gone to Cardassia to run about, could he? That's my question, Chris. I, I if, he, if he announced his where, where he was going, I missed it. But No, he never says where he's going. He just appears in this guy's house. <laughs> it's like, surely that should have been Cardassia, or somewhere in Cardassian mm-hmm. space, but... Like, how did he get the clearance to go into Cardassian space? <laughs> That's right. <sighs> and now they're back together. And he's wearing the same episode, the same clothing as at the start of the episode. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a Danian spice, spice pudding. pudding. <laughs> the spice pudding must flow, Chris. <laughs> spice pudding exists on only one station. The station is Tarek Nor, also known as Deep Space Nine. Nine. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Did mm. you know there was a Dune coloring book? What? <laughs> yes, there was a coloring book based on David Lynch's Dune. Wow. Uh, it was almost immediately pulled from store shelves because uh, they realized that's maybe not appropriate for children to be coloring in those pictures yeah yeah at least it wasn't a coloring book of Yodorowsky's do <laughs> that would have been amazing <laughs> i'd buy that oh garrick denying everything oh. Crimson Shadow. oh yeah they had those like cylindrical data chips in this mm-hmm. this series mm-hmm. uh, way bigger than an sd card for some reason <laughs> Oh, this is sci-fi. Yeah. Because <laughs> let's not forget this was made in like '96, and they're like storage technology. This is tiny for storage technology. Crystals. Crystal. The future is crystals. <laughs> ah, <sighs> though, given advances in fiber optic technology, they weren't far off. That's true. Even the lies. Especially, Especially the, the lies. lies. Yes. I remember that line Me from this told, episode. Yeah, that, that line is the best line. That might be... The, <laughs> in fact, that might be the best line in all of Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. And what a line to end the episode on. Indeed. So what did you learn this episode, Chris? Um, I learned 
that Garrick is a badass motherfucker. <laughs> one shouldn't. Yep. One shouldn't mess with Garrick. Mm-hmm. He is insanely awesome. Matt, what about you? Uh, oh, crossover is the next episode. Interesting. We'll have to go through that sometime. Um, I learned that Garrick likes his uh, history to be multiple choice. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good way to put it. Uh, I actually all. stole that line. The Joker uses that in, in the killing joke, I think. Mm. You know, though, it's okay. We don't, we, we, it's okay. It's a great line. You can yeah. steal it if you want to. You can steal it if you want to. You, you can, can leave the truth behind. behind. So we, thanks for listening <laughs> to Drunk Track. You can find us at drunktrack.space. Space! Or uh, on iTunes, search for uh, Drunk Track. We also come up pretty quickly if you just search for Drunk. And also... Um, on Twitter at Drunk Trek Cast. At Drunk Trek Cast. Hashtag Bashir Garrick OTP. Hashtag something else. Uh, National Starfleet assholes. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this week's episode of Drunk Trek. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.